Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, April 23rd, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, President Obama seems to be in a difficult place with this Secret Service scandal. On the one hand, he wants to press for a full investigation, but he's also aware that the agents around him, who he lives with every day, are tasked with protecting him and his family. So how does he walk this pretty delicate line? Boy, Carrie, this one is really tough. You know, I was White House correspondent for The Times for more than six years, and you know, traveled inside the bubble, as they call it, where you uh, where you see the Secret Service at work close up with the president. And it is such a tight relationship because he basically can't even get on and off his airplane and out of his car without coordinating it with them first. So it's got to be extraordinarily difficult. Now, one thing that he has going for him is that this scandal has not implicated anybody who's in that inner circle of agents who travel with the president and are his immediate protection. These were a group of somewhat more peripheral agents who go out and do advance work. Nonetheless, it's going to require, obviously, a lot of disciplinary action. There have already been six uh, agents who've uh, announced that they're uh, retiring or have been forced out. Uh, And I think that for the president, who has said very little about this, at some point he's going to have to step out and make some kind of a broader statement about it. However, I have to say that so far it has not become a political issue. I don't see anybody suggesting that this has anything to do with President Obama's oversight of the agency any more than had this happened during the Bush administration. And that's probably a sign that our uh, increased partisanship around this country hasn't at least gone over some last boundary. There's been another scandal brewing, and this one over the General Services Administration, which runs a lot of government offices and operations. Turns out they've been having some pretty spectacular parties in Vegas, including one that um, featured a mind reader. Uh, that, That also sounds like trouble for the president. Well, this one, I think, could be more trouble because he is overseeing the GSA. And if they did have a mind reader, I hope that he or she was the first one to say, Having a party in Vegas at a time of economic austerity probably isn't the brightest idea for anybody who wants to hold on to their job in the U.S. government. And the GSA uh, runs a lot of the government's buildings. It runs operations. It's got no constituency by itself. It's basically the logistics crew of the U.S. government. It's also a place where a lot of money can get wasted, obviously, in buildings, rentals, repairs, so forth. And the whole idea of these folks holding some kind of convention in Vegas with clowns and uh, and mind readers does um, it boggles the mind and it boggles the mind reader. David, we've seen the president adapt kind of an interesting strategy for dealing with Congress lately. He's found new ways to route around them with executive orders and regulations. Is this unusual for presidents who are frustrated that they can't get legislation through Congress? No, Kerry, it's not at all unusual. It is unusual for Barack Obama, however, because as a senator, uh, Senator Obama was very critical of President Bush for the signing statements that he would issue when he signed legislation 
basically saying I'm going to ignore this part or that part of the legislation because I believe it impinges on the power of the presidency. President Obama has not gone that route. Instead, what he has done is found all kinds of ways to issue executive orders for things that Congress refused to act on. And in this regard, he's more like uh, President Clinton, who tried for a long time, for example, to have big parts of uh, national forests put under special protection and be uh, preserved from uh, oil drilling and other uh, uh, other kinds of commercial activities. And when he couldn't get Congress to do it, he did that by executive order. So in some ways, I think that President Obama is sort of following more the Clinton model than the Bush model. But I have to say that, you know, a number of these acts are going to be challenged in court. And you have to suspect that he's probably going to lose a few of them. Finally, David, there's been a scare in recent weeks that the economic recovery is kind of petering out. Why do you think that is? And how do you think it will play out over the campaign season? Well, there are a couple of possibilities about what may be causing it. One, of course, is that most of the stimulus funds and stimulus projects that started at the time that President Obama came in uh, have, at this point, run their course. So there was something of an expected uh, downturn from that. Uh, the second is that the unusually warm uh, winter meant that uh, a lot of the kind of seasonal hiring that happens now may not be happening or may be spread out over a period of time. Um, the third possibility is that this is simply a very, very weak recovery and that a lot of corporations have used the economic downturn to consolidate their activities, increase their efficiency, and move more production overseas. So uh, there are several possible factors. Politically, uh, it's pretty troublesome for President Obama. This gives uh, uh, Mitt Romney the chance he was afraid might slip away, which was to go back and, and return the campaign to an economic theme after several mystifying months in which uh, the Republicans spent a lot of time on social issues that a lot of people believe are not winners for them in the general election. So it could have a very large impact. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you, Kerry. New York Times Chief Washington Correspondent David Sanger. I'm Carrie Nolan, and that's The Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.